Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. Well, hello and welcome back to the Truly Unlimited Podcast. My name is Jeff Plunkett and I am here with the lovely... Don Bruce. The talented... <laughs> Don Bruce. Don Bruce, I guess. Uh, yes, there we <laughs> I didn't realize it was a continual introduction. It is a continual introduction forever and ever and always. All right. All right. Yes. And so welcome back uh, to our podcast, the Truly Unlimited podcast. Uh, And today's episode is we're going to talk about, and and this is something from um, our website. We have a tool on our website. It's uh, Perspective Questions. Um, so go to our website, download that. It is absolutely free, no cost to you. Also free and, and zero cost. And, you know, so a pers- pers- yeah, on whatever. And on and on. Yeah, yeah, it's on and on and on we go. Um, but today the question we're, we're asking is, who are others to God? And, and we want to remind you that the value of these questions is when you start is, is really found in where you start. It's asking the question, who is God first? If you ask the question, who am I to myself, and then work your way out from the middle, you are, you are really starting from a place of emptiness. You're starting from a place of pain. You're starting from a place of confusion, of, uh, of no real reliability. Uh, but if you start with the question of who is God, remember God is immutable. God has never changed. He's reliable. He's the only. He's he's exclusively reliable and permanent. And and a lot of times, what I like to do is compare it with um, Jesus's parables about the house built on sand yes. and the house built on the rock. And because if we start with the who am I to myself. That's something that's ever-changing. We're not even always sure what that means. And so it's like the sand because it's constantly shifting, and it's you can't build anything on that, especially not anything that's permanent. And that's why we're looking at this from the the side of who is God because he is the rock. He is... permanent and consistent and strong and what we build on that can stay and be permanent that is brilliant that's a that's it in a nutshell exactly she says it much more concise than i do all right thank you for coming and oh oh, wait yes and that concludes our (laughs) broadcast day (laughs) no don't go away oh Oh, okay (laughs) i didn't realize that was our subject yes (laughs) all right um so we're going to talk about who are others to god and this you know this is kind of in the middle of of the conversation of of these questions and it is a it's it because it gets kind of messy it gets kind of muddy this conversation because we you know, again, if you're coming at it from who am I to myself or who are who are others to me? You know, that's a later conversation. That's a later question that we're going to talk about uh, much later in a few weeks, even or a couple of weeks, I think. Um, we're going to we're going to talk through that. But it's it's a later conversation. It, it, but if you ask this question, who are others to God? But you're really asking who are others to me? Be, be very cautious there because what you're doing is you're placing your very flawed, very limited perspective as foremost. You are really placing yourself on the throne and taking God off of the throne. Right. It's, it's that our tendency to, even if we think we're not doing this, it's our tendency to put ourselves in the center and that everything, even what God does, has to do with us, which is not true at all. And so when you look at this, you truly have to look at it taking yourself out of the equation. And like with the other questions, I usually Google the question just to see what comes up. And it's all about 
how do I pray for others? How do I serve others? All those things are good, but that does not answer the question of who are others to God, regardless of me. Yeah, good. I love that you said, take yourself out of the equation. And that's, that is absolutely essential to do, is take yourself out of the equation to answer this question. Take yourself out of the equation to answer who is God. Take yourself out of the equation to answer this question is absolutely brilliant and essential and very difficult for people to do. It, well, I, I, I say difficult. It's really not difficult. They've just never done it before. So, right. you know, if, you, if something you've never done, you know, if I were to... to say, you know, I want to learn to juggle. Okay, that seems very difficult because I've never done it before. Right. I've, I've, I've sort of kind of tried, and when I say sort of kind of tried, meaning about one day. I have juggling balls in my office right now. They're, they're sitting there in the box. It's the, <laughs> it's the learning juggling balls. Right. They're, they're kind of like hacky sack things. And so that's what you're supposed to practice with. I practiced one day with them. Most of the time, I just use them as an illustration of the lack of of, of uh, consistency. Um, you know, we say we're going to do something, and then we don't carry it out. Right. You know, and so that's why I don't juggle is because I wasn't consistent. I didn't carry it out. Okay. Anyway, my point being is is you know we we say I don't know. Did I have a point somewhere back there? <laughs> I talked myself uh, well, out of my point. Well, it's consistency. This is my life. This is this. I, I talked myself completely out of my original. And I was point. going right along with what you were saying, and I, I totally lost. I know. like where we were. So. Yes. Anyway. Sometimes we can lead others to a, to off the cliff. Just and just you know, if you've recently just joined us, I'm sure you've probably figured this out by now. But we might have a little outline because of the subject, but we do not have a script. <laughs> that is true. True story. True story. We've we've talked it out a little bit before. You know, sometimes a lot before we get on. Not, not so much today. But um, anyway, okay. So let's <laughs> let's go back to the original point. I don't know what my point was with the with the juggling balls. I'm sure there was some some fantastic thing. So I'll I'll go back and listen to it. And but, I'll, but we all know he has them. Yes, I, yeah. <laughs> so I'll go back. I'll go back and listen to it and go. Oh yeah, I know where I was going, and it'll be too late. So it won't, <laughs> won't really matter. All right. So so let's let's just talk about. We're going to talk about who are others to God again, taking ourselves out of the equation. Like you said, fantastic point. Um, you know. So so let me just ask you just just a, if just the fresh question. Okay, so how would you answer that question? Who are others to God? Um, and if we need to talk through even the challenge there, we've we've mentioned it a little bit, but but who are others to God? So you just 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 a raw question: Who are others to God? I think I would have to go back to. the beginning when God created people and I have to look at it from the side of what what was God's intent mm. for us in the first place Come us on. all of us because others there's you know you can sit there Jeff and when you say others I'm in I'm included in the others yeah part (laughs) so anybody that's not us is others and so if we can look at it as humanity rather than specifically how we fit into it if we look at it as humanity and God's purpose for humanity and and how he sees humanity then I think we can look at it appropriately without just centering it around ourselves again yeah 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 in 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 the intent for humanity is very we always say (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's very simple unity with god 
the unified with God, joined with the glory of God. You know, right. These are all, they all mean the same thing. So we, I, I, I prefer the phrase joining with the glory of God. And I like, which this can get off, but one thing that Jeff started saying in the beginning before he got to joining is he talked about a focus on God. Yes. And I kind of like that too because our eyes get off into other places and if we can focus on him and what he's doing, then a lot of times we can move in that path. You know, it's like if you're driving, you're going down the road and you see something on the side, if you continue to look to the side, your car eventually is going to veer to the side. And so it is that looking to him because joining with him has to do with seeing him under knowing him yeah. it's a relationship it's not just a all right yeah i'm gonna sign this letter of intent and then i'm done yeah it, it's truly a relationship in that joining yeah and and so however that's said what we mean is that very thing of he wants to fellowship with us, commune with us. He doesn't, like Jeff has said before, he doesn't need us, mm-hmm. but he desires to have a relationship yeah. with us. Yeah, and and, and and also, like we've said several times, and so if you've, if you've heard of our other podcasts, yes, this will be repetitive, but people still struggle to get it, and that is, it's, it, it, it's not a need in that he's empty in it, it is a necessity in that it's his nature. Um, his right. nature is joining. The triune nature of God is joining. Understand that that is, that is the single most important thing you can ever understand. If you don't get that, then the rest of it never makes sense. There's nothing in Scripture that will make sense if you don't get the nature of God. There's nothing that makes sense in in prayer. There's nothing that makes sense in fasting. Fasting doesn't make sense if you don't understand the very basic nature of God is. The core nature of God is a unified hero Israel. The Lord is one. He is he is three persons in one God, and, and we, we think about that in terms of, of, of something distant. It's very accessible. It's a very accessible understanding if you get that. You know, it's, it's, you know we've talked about it before. Perichoresis. He is in this, this beautiful, amazing dance, and, and, and he is inviting it because it is the core of his nature. Mm-hmm. Not your nature doesn't, you know, yes, you were created, you were designed, we were all. The others, the others were designed to join in this dance. That's just right. it. It was his nature. We we're designed in order to join into this dance. That is the image of God. We are joined, we're, we're designed for it. And he's inviting us into it. He's already with us, whether we will be with him is our decision is our choice right i I was thinking in that and that's where um i mean clearly we believe that like you said god is three persons Mm. and that's why a um a belief that god is only one person I'm not trying to get deep into theology here but the belief that God is only one person puts him as off there by himself alone Mm. and I feel like sometimes we see God Mm. as alone Mm. and that without intending to we move in that same circle well I've just got to buck it up just do it myself just do it all myself depend on myself and if we could truly even even the 
superhero movies and all of that when you're or Greek mythology when you're looking at you know is it Zeus or you know or if you look in the ocean and it's uh, um, Neptune or whoever you know whoever it is I don't know anyway the one that's the all controller of everything Mm -hmm. it's one person right and we've put it as one person so in our minds that's where it is really hard for us to understand. And in our last podcast, we talked about the milk and the meat of the word. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is if we don't understand the Trinity, really understand the Trinity, and we try to move on and understand what a lot of these other things in the Bible are saying, we don't get it if we don't understand, like you said, his nature in who he is because if we can see that as three working together as one in that dance that jeff talks about then that helps us to see some parts of scripture in a new light in a new way that we haven't understood previously yeah yeah and i love that you brought those things up because those individual those those individual concepts of of a god Mm-hmm. are distant. Right. They right. are distant. They are separated and they're distant. A unified triune God, three persons all in one, by his very nature is present, imminent, and with. He is that is you know, you know, I, I heard I, I can't remember if I heard it in a conversation or read it somewhere the other day where somebody was asking the question, how could God possibly be so present with us? How is that even remotely possible? Because he is so vast. I think it was actually in a, in a blog, which I was very confused by, to be honest with you, um, because it, it was, it was a, a very prominent ministry organization that was really asking this question. And I was just sort of appalled by the suggestion that it would even in the in their only answer was you just have to have faith and you have to believe it you know mm-hmm. can't understand it no look understanding the triune nature of god um, is is completely and, and totally understandable because it is the nature of god he and he can, tells us we can understand yes absolutely it's not a it's not it's not mysterious in that it's not understandable. It's mysterious because it is so contrary to the survival philosophies right. of human existence, either apart from God, despite God, or the I'm self-centered, but I'm going to use God on my behalf, the with God's help perspective. It's still, you know, we're disregarding God, placing ourselves at the center. Okay. Um, now, if you're listening, which I hope you are, <laughs> and if you weren't listening, you wouldn't be able to hear me say that. So, so obviously you are. So that was kind of a silly thing to say. Okay, so if you're you're listening to this, going, what does this have to do with who are others to God? Understand that that you know here's here's the thing. He is inviting others into this dance. That's just the thing. Who are others to God? They are invited. When we view others, we can we can we can view them as they are invited. They are invited into this. Are they doing things that are evidenced by it, that that they're in this dance? Probably not. Most likely not. And neither are you. Um, they're, <laughs> they're right. You we're, know, yeah, we're we're all struggling to to be apart from the dance and in the dance all at the same time we're trying to figure out how to how to be in the world and not of it um so we're but this we are all invited into the dance everybody's invited into the dance now i get it some people will say well some people are are chosen and some are not great you can't determine who that is so you just assume that everybody is invited into the (laughs) dance well and and we can't determine, like you said, any of that or even, um, well, you know, 
whenever the Pharisees had, they had their mm. certain laws and everything that they were following, and they were very strict about these things and very devout yeah. in what they did. But Jesus comes through, and, and I was looking at Jesus comes through, and he um, casts the demon out of a boy, and he, you know, does these certain things, feeds all these people, does helps, you know, his disciples help somebody on, a, on the Sabbath, and all these things that don't quite fit mm-hmm. into the Pharisees' rules. Mm-hmm. And because the Pharisees had this idea that these others are not following these rules, Mm -hmm. therefore, maybe they don't merit our help, they don't merit our attention, whatever it is, but it was based on those, they had gotten so caught up with the do's and don'ts of their society, Mm -hmm. and they had lost any type of relationship aspect with people mm-hmm. and so when Jesus comes through and he heals somebody here and he does something here and even his disciples after Jesus is gone and and they you know say silver and gold have I none but I'm going to give you what I have you know all of that all of those things is like you say, an invitation, but it's also contrary to what the Pharisees were doing. And and I was I was thinking about this, you know, I don't know if years ago in camps or youth groups or something, school, you played this game where you have a blindfold and a friend on the outside of the circle or whatever, and there's all these other people saying other things and you're supposed to try to hear this one voice and follow them wherever you know just like a game and that's the problem is we get so where we're focusing on these other voices and these Mm -hmm. things that we're hearing that is like the pharisees a lot of times it's the do's and don'ts or this is what you have to have or hey don't even worry about that that doesn't matter and and we're totally missing the the voice of God and his invitation to us and what it truly means. And as we're talking about, I say us, but what that means is everybody. Everybody. That's what he wants with everyone. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I wasn't planning on doing this, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. I'm scared. Gonna, I'm gonna, yes, you should be. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of go off just a moment. Oh. But but I want to read a, a passage of scripture first. Um, so um, Romans five. Um, in a, and I'm gonna start. Gosh, I, I'm gonna read. You know, maybe ten, eleven verses. Um, So in in Romans 5, I'm just going to start here. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, But we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom he has given us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, I'm going to let that word sit just for a second. When we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Christ died for who? The ungodly. ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. I think that, that passage, right, that little verse right mm. there is, is Paul 
kind of doing what I do, where I kind of get deep into my illustration and, and get right. off my point. But anyway, um, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. And here it is. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Us, others, others, us, yes. Yes. Yes, it, it's, it's it, who? Yes, everybody. Um, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if when we were God's enemies, when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only is this so, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Okay, so you're wondering where I'm going to go with this just for a second. Okay, um, and, and when we think about others, so we're thinking about who are others to God. One, here's the thing, they are all cherished. They are all mm -hmm. valued. They are all valued, not because of what they've done or did not do, but they are valued because they are his. They are his creation. They are his. And, and understand this, and, and, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm honestly and deeply frustrated and, and saddened by, by the depth of the current, I think they've got this clever little phrase now, it's called cancel culture, um, this criticism. Look, criticism, mm -hmm. it, it, we have created a world that is, that is, that is completely ripe with the opportunity for criticism. If you were to design a world, if you were to say, man, how can I create a world that is that is completely that that is completely geared toward criticism as the tool for raising your own perspective of power perspective not real power but perspective of power mm -hmm. how can i design it and it's designed perfectly it's really easy to criticize and its criticism is celebrated and we, we, you know, going through this pandemic right now, we're recording this in March of 2021. So, you know, we're, we're sort of maybe kind of toward the end of it. Um, but be, going through this pandemic, it's increased anxiety. It's increased fear. It's increased this, this, the reality of our frailty of our, and so, and then we're in a world where, where it's very easy, social media and, and, um, you know, it's really easy to, to blast people from a distance. You know, mm -hmm. you, you used to have to be in their proximity, and then right. you'd have to just, you know, yell at them, throw an egg, and run. <laughs> you know, now you don't have to do that. You can do it from a distance. You don't even have to know them. You right. can criticize. You can get on. You, you can be a, a troll all over the Internet and just go and just, how will I increase my perception of power by criticizing, tearing people down, and in my mind I feel strong and powerful, okay? And, and, and here's, okay, great. Now if you're listening to that, you're going, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Here's, here's my, my frustration. Look, I, I get it, the world is scared, and so they're going to do things that are criticizing to increase their power their perception of power. Mm -hmm. They're scared to death and they have no hope. They have no eternity. They only have the fragile, mm -hmm. the temporary to, to live with. They own, that's all they have. And so the best that they can offer, the best that the world can offer in this, in this struggle for survival is competition. And, and the easiest competition to win is to criticize others. Here's my, here's my frustration. Here's my, my anger even is not with that. Look, that's the best they can do. I, 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 can't, I, I, I can't even really blame them for, for criticizing others. I wish they didn't do it, but I can't really blame them. In the church, 
If you are a child of God, if you are one of these, that Christ, while you were still a sinner, and you're still a sinner, by the way, but if <laughs> while you were still a sinner, Christ died for you, he did not look at you and go, man, I could sit and criticize you all day because one, God doesn't need to criticize because he doesn't need to elevate his power. Right. He doesn't need to elevate his perception of power. He is unlimited in power. He is unlimited in knowledge. He is unlimited in love. He is unlimited in all things. Mm-hmm. Um, he's immutable. So he doesn't need to pretend to tear you down in order to raise his own perception of power. So God doesn't criticize like people do. Right. Because we're pretending to raise our power. So, church, I am I am begging you. Look, criticism is the is the most cowardly, weak. It is a evidence of your weakness. It is evidence of our weakness when we criticize. And is that to say that I don't criticize? No, I do sometimes because I am an absolutely human being. And I'm living in this world and I but whenever I do catch myself and I go, man, that is the weakest thing I could ever do. Now, if you're sitting in, 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 and so if we're sitting in our churches and we're going, blah, 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 they, 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 let me tell you what you're revealing. You're revealing a lack of faith. You're revealing the, a, a, a fear. You're revealing your fear. You don't like this? I know. I get it. People don't are not going to like what I'm saying right now because they they know it's true that you're revealing. If when you are criticizing, you're revealing your weakness. When you're criticizing, you're revealing your fear. When you're criticizing, you are revealing your lack of faith in the unlimited God. In in you're saying, and I'm criticizing so that I raise my power. Why would you need to raise your perception of power? Because you're afraid you're you're losing it. Why are you afraid you're losing it? Because it will impact my survival. Who cares about our survival? What difference does our survival make? What difference does this body make? I don't care about this body. This thing is not even all that great. I don't. I don't. It's temporary. Yeah, it's temporary. So what I want is I want to live on permanence. And living on permanence, if you're living on permanence, the others, you will see the others the way God sees them, as valuable, as cherished, as desirable, as invited into the dance regardless and you go but but they're doing sin yeah so are you um and you're and you're doing it right now whenever you're criticizing um and i don't mean judging i don't mean like discerning what i'm talking about is criticizing tearing people down because look while you were yet a sinner christ died for you while you were an enemy of Christ. He died for you. They may still be sinners. They may still be enemies of God. They may not have joined the dance. Don't criticize. Love them. Cherish them. Invite them into the dance because that's what God is doing. Who are others to God? doesn't matter what they're doing. They're still invited into the dance. Right. And I don't know why we get this idea that we think that if we criticize, which it seems like in this past year, if we criticize strongly, then people are going to come to our side. Mm, because they want to criticize. They, they, <laughs> because they're feeling the, the weakness, too. They're feeling the fear. But, That's but, why. That's why there's, there's group criticism, because it's like, hey, I'm scared. I need to raise my perception of power, so I'm going to criticize. And it would be great if I had a group of criticizers. Let's join together and criticize together. And then whenever it's in the church, that's the most detestable, disgusting thing I can anyway, so Right. And the thing is, is somebody who might be close to coming into the church when they mm-hmm. constantly hear that. Mm-hmm. It's not just that maybe done in your churches it's the worst part is when church people go home and get on their computer and blast everybody on social media mm-hmm. and and so then somebody who might be thinking oh i need to get back in church or, or go i need to pursue god or, or something like that where they might be close and then what they're seeing of the christians that they're involved with is full of this blasting of everybody there's a lot of people that will walk away and say i don't want a part of to be a part of that yeah and 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 we the very people that god is trying to draw in 
we are looking at those others of God and thinking we're telling them what's right, which half the time what Christians spout as criticism on social media isn't even close to right. Mm -hmm. But we put that out there and then wonder why more people aren't coming in. Right. Why are we, why is our church attendance going down? Why won't these, why did these people block me? I'm trying to tell them what's right. And what we're doing is we're being Pharisees. Yeah. We're spouting these things out and you've got to live by this, 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 and this. And we don't care who they are and who they are are children adults or not but they are people that have been designed by god in their mother's womb before they were born they were designed by god no matter who they were shocker Al Capone was designed by God. Things he did may not have been in God's (laughs) purpose, but he himself, he was designed by God. Marilyn Manson, designed by God, may not have done what God had, uh, may not have fulfilled a purpose for his life. You know what? Sometimes these people may. And just because it doesn't look pretty, doesn't mean anything. I mean, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Things Pharaoh did that was against what it looks like needed to be done, God hardened his heart. We don't understand all of that. We need to stop trying to figure it all out of things like that. And let's go back to who is God? Yeah. Who is God to me? Yep. Who is God to others? And look at those things and understand this relationship and this joining and this focus on him and this other stuff won't matter. Right. Come on. Come on. Tell it. Um, uh, let's see. John 13. And, and there's there's people listening right now that are, that are probably already know where I'm going with this. Um, John 13, 34, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. You know, and, and so, you know, by this, you know, there's, there's a, the song, you know, they'll know we are Christians by our love. Mm-hmm. No, right now, they know we are Christians by our criticism. <laughs> right. Right. Um, by our finger pointing, by our by our fear, they know we're oh, you must be a Christian because you're fearful. You know you're Christians um, because you're criticizing people. You're 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 coward. Um, you're fighting. You know, they, look, they will know we are Christians by our love, by our right. self-sacrifice, by our willingness to embrace suffering. Um, they will know our love by that. By they will know that we are His disciples by that. He suffered, we'll suffer. He died, we'll die. Um, he sacrificed, we'll sacrifice. He loved the prostitute that was brought to him, the woman found caught in the in a sex act with someone who was not her husband, was brought. To him in order mm-hmm. to test him right put her to death tell us to stone and, her and where would our criticism be today in that situation yeah i mean yeah yeah so she's sure yeah yeah exactly <laughs> we would look at her go, oh how detestable yeah. how disgusting um i'm gonna keep myself pure by not touching her i'm not gonna mm-hmm. touch the leper i'm not gonna touch the blind um these are the others these are the others and who are they to god they are lovely and they are invited into the dance right they are invited into the dance because of who they are 
No, but because of who he, he is. That's why. That's another reason why we say, start with the question, who is God? If you want to understand who are others to God, start with the question, who is God, first. Know him first, and then this all of this makes sense. If you just look at who you are in your emptiness and your fear and your 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 desire to survive physically right then you're going then this doesn't make sense who are others to god well i don't really care all i care about is is you know him saving me i'm going to disregard them i'm going to criticize mm-hmm. them i'm going to hate them i'm going to dismiss them but no one is dismissed when we start with God. Everyone is dis- everyone but ourselves is dismissed. And then if we dismiss everyone but ourselves, we're actually dismissing us if we start with who are we. Right. That's, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say in 1 John 4, that's when it talks about how God is love. And in here, in verse 11, it says, Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is made complete in us. Um, Verse 8, before that, whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. A lot of people, you know, in this criticism, criticism, in this um, antagonistic society that we have, we, we are against everything. And it does not come out as love. And this is saying, just not to be harsh. Well, yes, to be harsh here. Whoever does not love does not know God. Mm. And there's a lot of people who say they do who maybe they don't. Down um, in verse 19 and 20, we love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. So, you know, what this is saying, it's not just say, oh, you really should do this. No, it's very clear. If you don't love other people, care about other people, then you don't understand who God is. Yeah. That's what that's saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, you know, and, and people will say, well, how can I, how can I love them? Because they, they're doing things that are hurtful or harmful. You know what the, the real question is? If I love them, I'll get hurt. Right, right. Yes. yes. Or, or I'll look tainted to other people that I care about what they think. Yeah, right. Which means... I'll, I'll be hurt. hurt. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, look at us. We're right in sync there. Um, ba, ba, ba. Anyway, yeah, in sync. I don't know. No, I don't even yeah. know if that's the no. new song. But no. um, yeah, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> wow. I, I, you know, I, I'm just, you know, if you're not getting hurt, then you're not loving you're probably not loving if you're not feeling pain matter of fact i would i'm I'm going to even be more bold i'm going to say it if you're not feeling pain in proximity with people then you're not loving you're not loving people um because if you're not if you're not in there getting messy if you're not jumping into people's mess then you're not loving and and you know when 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 we were yet sinners when we were unloving unlovable Christ died for us did he feel pain yes did he weep yes did he get messy yes he he walked the earth for 33 years what's more messy than that um, he did not see that, that equality with God was something to be grasped and held onto and, and secured, but he, he made himself empty so that he could be in our presence, be with us, Emmanuel, with us, so that he could get messy and feel that pain 
feel our pain with us. Mm-hmm. He is God with us because he loved us. And, and who does he love? Yes. Does he love the person that is, that is detestable to you? Yes. Does he love the person who is unclean to you? Yes. Does he care for them deeply? Now, does that mean that all people are going to go and be with him in heaven? No, it you does have to not accept mean the invitation. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because you can either be with God or you can be apart from God. Heaven is with God, hell is apart from God. In 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 the fantasy is, oh, there is no hell, blah 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 because because God loves us. No, there is a hell because God loves us. Um he he deeply desires us to be with him. Having a stamp of on your ticket is not love is not with God is not a relationship with God Have, so in there's here's the thing I would say that most people who who even say I've got I've got my I've got my ticket punched I'm <laughs> I'm I'm going up to glory land no you're probably not um, because you're you're living this life or you may sure or you may but you're not living the fullness of God. I'm just saying, yeah. okay, you may, because there's people who are, you know, feel like, okay, I'm doing the right thing, and maybe they're not criticizing everything, but, you know, there's a difference in having a child that, okay, they're part of the family and they'll do little bits of family things, or one that really has a relationship. And I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't go without a relationship, but what I'm saying is, at least for me, I think there are degrees of it, and there are people that are going to experience God more now mm. than just waiting on later. Yeah, you you know what I'm what I'm saying is yeah. his whole idea is to be with us now right right his kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven and 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 a lot of people who are good people and i believe they love god but they're sitting there looking towards heaven and not experiencing his invitation his relationship his fullness right here in the midst of people who don't know him people who cry against things that the church mm-hmm. does that that's part of the joy of it is because you understand his love more when you're around people who don't love him mm, come on tell it if we're just <laughs> around that's the it. few people that like us mm. we can't fully understand Man, there's so much more I want to say about that, but oh, man, we're we're out of time. Um, that always happens. It does. Time, <laughs> time is ticking away. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, a little DC talk for you. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, Don. Thank you so much for this conversation. You know, it. We we were kind of it. it if you're listening to it going man they were just all over the place understand we weren't all we really weren't all over the place um all of that has to do with this all of that is connected to the question or who are others to god but if we were, were to wrap it up they are infinitely valuable to god they are infinitely valuable to god they're loved not because of what they do not because of who they are they didn't earn it you didn't earn it i didn't earn it nobody earned it no it's impossible to earn and quit pretending that it is but quit pretending that you earned it mm-hmm. quit pretending that you're still earning it quit pretending that you're retaining it because of what you're doing or what you're not doing mm-hmm. i'm not sinning i'm not doing this i'm not you know uh, yeah <laughs> There is, there is yes, no checklist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, are we with God? We are. We are. In, we are constantly, daily returning to God. And you know, and we we, you know, we we suggest um, that you, if you have don't have it, if you don't have the the book Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, 
uh, you know, I've had this book for uh, somewhere around 13 years, 14 years, something like that. Didn't really fully understand it. You know, we talked about this before the podcast. Right. Didn't fully get it. Didn't understand um, the point. Now that we understand this concept of of joining with God and then, you know, I, I told you, you know, I just got last night, I just got the book Life with God, was reading it and starting, I just poured myself into it, reading it. I was like, that's, this is everything we've been talking about. This is what we've <laughs> discovered in scripture. And Richard Foster, another one of his books, Life with God, um, he talks about right. this exact thing. And it's like, ah, this is, you know, he has, he has different words, maybe even better words. But it's it's this with God life and, and understand, you know, this is what it's all about. And we want these others to be part of that, too. Yeah. And I, and I just want to say our purpose through through this podcast, through Alethus Resources, our purpose is to bring resources and understanding that's to help shift this. Um, idea that we've had or this way of life we've had within the church that is focused on us yep. individually yep. Be, and, and to take it off of that and reformulate our thinking so that we can understand first of all who God is and then how that filters down and it makes a difference and affects us personally but it comes from who he is and this invitation and that's what we're trying to do and we hope that you are are getting that too yes thank you all right that's it another episode in the books well see you soon or talk to you soon or something like that something and (laughs) and scene (laughs) Bye-bye. To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S. Alethesresources.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.